Hi there. Do you want to write fiction that readers gush about, but you can't figure out how to fill in the beginning, middle, or end of your story? I can help with that. Do you struggle to flesh out character or plot or to stick with your story long enough to finish it? I can help with that. Once your book is written, are you totally clueless about marketing? Do you find yourself Googling how to market a book or how to make money on fiction? I can help with that. Welcome to the Prolific Author Podcast. You know you're meant to write fiction, but you can't seem to nail down the skills or processes that make it simple and repeatable, not to mention fun. So you wait around for the muse to show up, try to force your story into a template or outline, or take months, if not years, to discover your story. Plot twist, there's a better way. Hi, I'm Liesl, USA Today bestselling author, story psychologist, writing craft geek, Christian, and story clarity coach. After 10 years of trying to master fiction using the old industry standard writing advice, I still felt lost. I finally learned what fictional storytelling and the human template are really about. Humanity, emotional connection, and serving our readers by giving them relief through vicarious experience. Imagine learning how to flesh out your characters, plot, world, and theme with such definition and clarity that every story you ever write lands with readers and makes people go, wow, now there's an author. Imagine knowing how to drill down to the heart of your story to learn what it's really about and tell the unique story that only you can tell so that you can get more readers, more downloads, more royalties, and of course, more fiction writing success. This is the podcast for you. We are prolific authors. Good morning and welcome back to the Prolific Author Podcast. So it is the week of Thanksgiving and I had a podcast plan to put out for you, but the week of Thanksgiving is kind of throwing me through a loop. (laughs) Not in a bad way, it's just that it's really busy and I keep getting behind on things and that's probably going to continue as the uh, holidays are upon us and you know it tends to be a really crazy time of year. So what I decided to do is to kind of push the podcast I had in mind until next week and I just kind of wanted to riff a little bit on gratitude and thankfulness as authors. Especially over the last few months, I've come to realize that Having gratitude and sitting in gratitude is one of the most important things you can do in your life. And of course, that applies to your writing, but it really applies to all areas of your life. Most gurus out there, most anyone who's trying to teach you anything, you know, coaches, self-help, anything like that, will tell you to be thankful and to sit in gratitude if you can. And you can go out and research it. There's a lot of reasons why they tell you to do this, a lot of different ways to explain it. But my favorite way to explain it is just to say that sitting in gratitude always changes your mindset about something. So let's say that um, you know, you're really frustrated with your family members. Maybe you got into an argument with someone or your kids are just, you know, really pushing your buttons today, or you know, your your significant other is being particularly annoying or something like that. If you sit down and think about all the reasons that you're grateful for those people, suddenly you're not so annoyed, right? You're you're not so angry. You're not so frustrated with them, okay? And that's what gratitude does. It changes your mindset. So if we apply that to our writing, think of it this way. Let's say that we're trying to get our words done for the day and we find ourselves kind of not in the right headspace and not wanting to do it because, you know, let's be honest, We all know that we love to write. We feel called to write. We want to write. I mean, that is not the problem. But we all have lives and we all have work and family and a million other responsibilities. And sometimes, even though we love it, it can still be stressful to get it done. So if you find yourself in that position and you sit down to write and you're just not in the right headspace, sometimes if you just take 
moments of quiet introspection and decide to be grateful, to find gratitude for your writing, it will put you into a better mindset and you will find that you can get it done. So I'm going to challenge you to do that this whole holiday season, not just this week with Thanksgiving, but try with everything, especially with all the extra stress we find around the holidays to sit in gratitude. And I promise you, if you do that, you will get more done. You will have a more positive and meaningful experience of everything you do this holiday season. And life will just be better and richer for it. Okay. So every time that you find yourself feeling stressed out or like, you know, all of the craziness of the holidays is getting to you, just take a moment and sit in gratitude for a minute. And what kind of things should you be grateful for? Well, obviously, you should be grateful for everything in your life that's good and positive, but I'm speaking more to the author and writing sides of us. So uh, give me a minute to talk about this. I'm going to, it's going to sound like I'm going off on a bit of a teaching tangent, but I promise it has everything to do with uh, gratitude in your writing. So I have come to realize, especially over the last year or so, how important and how um, effective and productive journaling is. Um, I'm really not here to advocate journaling or I mean I am don't get me wrong I'm a huge advocate for journaling but that's that's not my point here um the point is just how much journaling can change things for us okay and and this isn't even just talking about writing I'm, I'm just talking about the act of journaling okay again it's one of those things that just about any coach or guru out there will tell you to do okay so it doesn't matter it can be about writing but it can be about productivity. It can be about self-help. It can be about weight loss. It can be about starting a business. Okay. Anything that you're trying to do that's difficult that, or that you're trying to either achieve or overcome, journaling makes a huge difference. It is very efficient at helping you change what you want to change and create the good habits that you want to create. Now, the question is why? What makes journaling so effective? There's something about um, putting pen to paper, or even if you do it on, you know, a keyboard in Word or something, what you're actually doing in your mind is relaxing your brain and letting your thoughts and ideas and feelings flow, okay? So you're not trying to force anything. You're not trying to make it be anything than what it is. It's almost like a stream of consciousness thing, okay? You're just relaxing your mind and letting the, um, especially the, the thoughts and the ideas flow. And what happens is you end up realizing really big things about yourself that you, it's not that you didn't know them. I mean, they came out of your own mind. So you knew them on some level, but it's very subconscious. Okay. So you weren't necessarily consciously aware of them. It helps you to define things, to really put your finger on things that were being elusive before. Okay. So what we're really doing there is we're taking things that are only in our subconscious and moving them to the conscious mind. And once we do that, we have much, much better control over them. So all of this is to say that journaling is a form of writing that helps us change for the better, okay? It helps us to get to know ourselves. It helps us identify ourselves. It helps us figure out what might be wrong, what might be, um, you know, maybe a little bit broken inside of us and help us to change it and become smarter, healthier, happier individuals, okay? That's what I mean about the power of journaling. It's really, really important. And I think that it's something we should all do um, anytime that we're, I, I mean, people talk about daily journaling and you can definitely do that, but it's that's not even exactly what I mean. When it comes to what you're trying to change about yourself or what you're c currently working on, journaling just makes a big difference. Now, 
I said that this would come back to writing and being grateful. So here's the insight that I want to leave you with today. Journaling does all of those things I just said, okay? It's very, very beneficial for us on a spiritual and mental health sort of level. But journaling is a form of writing, and writing is what we all do. We write stories, okay? Fiction is a way for us to get to know ourselves. The story that we are writing, of course, we're putting it out there for others to read to try and help them and change them and give them an emotional catharsis. But really, the core of who we are, if someone really wants to know the kind of people that we are, they really just have to read our stories. And no, that's not to say that if you write serial killer stories like I do, that you're a serial killer, but rather it's the hope in the stories, right? The serial killer is usually caught and brought to justice by the end. And we all know that there are dark things in the world. And so it's about the characters having to deal with those no matter what genre you write in, okay? So all I'm saying is that writers view the world through a different lens than most people do. We see it through the lens of story. We see it through the lens of transformation. We see it through the lens of hope, even in the darkest situations. And because of that, I honestly think that most writers are some of the healthiest people in the world mentally, okay? And that's not to say we don't have problems and we don't have stress and that we always deal with everything in our lives perfectly. I mean, I certainly do not, but it gives us sort of a different perspective than most people have. And all I'm saying is that you should be very, very grateful for the ability to write, for the ability to see the world that way. Sit in gratitude that you can write it all, that we live in an era where we can all get a computer, pound out a manuscript, upload it to Amazon, and we are published writers. Even 15 or 20 years ago, that was not possible for most people. So even on the days, and maybe especially on the days when it's hard to get your words done and it's hard to sit down and pound out that chapter, sit in gratitude and be grateful that you have the ability to do this at all. One of my favorite scriptures that talks a little bit about writing and putting things in a book comes from Job. And I actually have this in my email signature. It says, Oh, that my words were now written. Oh, that they were printed in a book, that they were graven with an iron pen and lead in the rock forever. And I don't know, I'm always a little bit self-conscious that people will think that that is in my email signature and that I'm being flippant about it, that I'm just saying, oh, I want to be a published author, but that's really not why I have it there. It's actually a very profound passage in my mind because this man understood that what is written down is forever, okay? People can read our stories and receive inspiration and catharsis through them long after we're gone. So, he longed for his words to be written in a book so that people could learn from them. And this is the book of Job, okay? One of the most famous books in scripture and a story that has been around for a long time. And so I think that's a very noble aspiration to have your words written down in a book so that they can last forever and influence a lot of people. And we as writers have the ability to do that. And that's amazing. Not everybody can. I am always just floored when I hear stories of famous authors of bygone eras, people like, you know, um, Samuel Clemens, or, you know, even even J.R.R. Tolkien, or C.S. Lewis, who had to write with ink and quill, or even type their stories out on a typewriter. And I just think, man, I do not know if I have the patience to stick with something like that. I don't know if I could do it with, if I didn't have all of the modern technology that we have that makes it so much easier. And I don't know, maybe I would if I lived in that era. It just depends. But 
the point is, we have so much to be grateful for and so many things at our fingertips that allow us to write and to create this kind of art for ourselves and for other people. And I would just challenge you to sit in gratitude this holiday season, especially this week as we're having Thanksgiving here in the States, and think about all of the things that you're thankful for. And of course, that includes everything in your life, all of the people who are the most important, um, all of the freedoms you have, your health. I mean, there every single thing that you have and that you enjoy, there is someone somewhere in the world that does not have it. So you should be grateful for that. But when it comes to writing, because of course we are all about writing and storytelling here, be grateful that you have the ability to write stories. Be grateful that you even have the mind, the brain, the creative drive to think of them at all, because there are so many people on the planet who don't. And then of course that you have the ability and the know-how and the technology to be able to do this. If you have ever gotten even one book sale, if you have ever gotten even one good review where the reader said your book was amazing and it had such a positive impact on them, you are very blessed as an author. Whew. I didn't mean to get emotional about this, but you are. And I just want everybody to remember that this holiday season. We have so much to be grateful for. I absolutely love what I do, and I will keep doing it for as long as humanly possible. And I'm sure that's true of most of you too. So with that said, everybody have a wonderful Thanksgiving and much love and happy Turkey Day to you all. And I will be back with the next episode of the Prolific Author Podcast next week. Bye, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Before you go, if you found value in this episode, can you do me a solid and share it with other authors you think might benefit from it? Remember, the rising tide lifts all boats. Also, if you haven't yet, would you be willing to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts? It's the only way for me to know that you're enjoying the podcast and it helps Apple recommend it to other authors like you who might benefit from it. Finally, if you haven't already, hop over and join the Prolific Author Community on Facebook. Inside, authors network, ask questions, and I often do teaching via Facebook Lives. Thank you so much for listening today. Happy story crafting this week. And remember, there is always a market for awesome.